present Arthur Lowe, John LaMessera, and Clive Dunn in Dad's Army. <laughs> boots, 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 featuring John Laurie, Arnold Ridley, and Ian Lavender with this week's guest, Eric Chetty. <laughs> Here is the news, and this is John Snag reading it. With hostilities continuing on an ever-widening front, more and more of our gallant young men answer their country's call to fight in strange and foreign lands. But as they leave these shores, they do so secure in the knowledge that the defense of their homes and loved ones is in the capable hands of the men of Britain's home guard. At the church hall at Warmington-on-Sea, Captain Mannering is addressing the local platoon. And so, to sum up, whatever mode of transport we use, be it bicycles, Jones's van or other forms of vehicular transport. In the end, it all boils down to one thing. The three F's. <laughs> Fast feet, functional feet, and last but not least, fit feet. <laughs> Soldier without his feet is useless. Therefore, during the next few weeks, we are going to concentrate on getting our feet fighting fit. Now, I've managed to get hold of two diagrams on feet, issued by the Royal Army Medical Corps. And if, if you would just hold this one, Wilson. Right, sir. Hmm? While I describe my diagram. Now, this is what a healthy foot should look like. Here is the first metatarsal. Mr. Speak, sir? Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, sir, I have not got a, a master tarsal. <laughs> Like we thought I've got a big toe. <laughs> Metatarsal is the medical term for toe, Jones. Oh, thank you very much, sir. So there you have it. First metatarsal, second metatarsal, third metatarsal, fourth metatarsal, and last but not least, the little piggy went wee 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 all the way over. Never do, Pike. Well, that's what my mum calls it when she cuts my toenails. Does she indeed? <laughs> So, there we have a picture of the perfect foot encased in the ideal boot. You see, there's plenty of room for the feet, no cramping or pinching. Now, in contrast, I'm going to let you see something rather nasty. Right, Wilson, show them your foot. <laughs> I beg your pardon, sir. Unroll your foot. Well, look here, I don't quite... Uh, the I diagram, the diagram, Sergeant. You're holding it. Oh, I see. I'm so sorry. I see. Now, you see, on Sergeant Wilson's diagram, you see what can happen to a foot in a badly fitting shoe. The toes are pinched, cramped, covered with corns and bunions. Not a pretty sight. Now then, the first thing I want to do is to inspect all of you to see that your boots are fitting properly. Now then, Pike. Sir? Show me your foot. Are my metatarsals all right, sir? Yes. They're very good, Pike. Very good. Ah, Godfrey. Lift your foot up. Higher. Higher than that. Oh, I'm afraid it won't go any higher, sir. Right. That's a very good fit, Godfrey. That'll take you 20 miles. Thank you for your confidence, sir. Now then, Fraser. Here we are. That boot feels a little tight to me, Fraser. Oh, no, no. Fine, fine. Lift up your gaiters. Oh, is that uh, necessary? Do it your order, Fraser. Oh, there you are, then. 
Good heavens. Why aren't you wearing any socks? I never wear socks. A man for the Heelands has no need of such fancy frivolities up there. We never molly coddle our extremities. <laughs> and if anybody makes a crack about Celts, I'll strike them down where they start. <laughs> Now, Jones. I need to worry about my feet, sir. When I was in India, my feet were the talk of the cantonment. <laughs> One day I was strolling nonchalantly through Peshawar. It's a town on the northwest frontier, you know, sir. By where the bazaar was on my way to the river, I spied a young native girl doing a bit of dobeying. So I, I quickly whipped off my boots and socks to wash my feet, you understand, when suddenly the native woman started murmuring towards me. Shonda Bahara, Shonda Bahara, he said. Then I noticed something I hadn't noticed before. She was stripped to the waist, sir. They do a lot of that out there, so they keep stripping the waist. all right, all right. <laughs> Your feet, sir, does seem in very good condition. Yes, sir, well, I bathed them in cold tea, you see, sir. Cold tea? Yes, sir, I learnt that in the Sudan. Always used to soak our feet in cold tea in the Sudan. What a good idea. Indian or China? <laughs> Don't be insolent, Godwin. Well, men, it's quite obvious to me that we've got to do a lot of work to bring our feet up to scratch. So starting next weekend, we're going to do a course of long route marches. Oh, no. yesterday and seven miles today. Now on the command fallout, I want you to take your boots off and have your feet ready for inspection in five minutes. Fallout! Wilson, come in the office a moment. All right, sir, yes. Pass to that chair, would you? Oh, that's bitter. Good to get the weight off one's feet. Now then, Wilson, I brought you in here because... Excuse uh, me, sir, I... I wonder if I might be allowed to sit down as well. Why? Don't you feel well? Oh, no, no, no. I, I feel <laughs> fine, sir. Perfectly fine. I mean, I'm a little tired, perhaps. What's the matter? Haven't you been sleeping well lately? Well, uh, not for the last two or three hours. <laughs> oh, well, sit down if you must. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Very thoughtful of you, sir. Not a Wilson. Yes, sir. You and I have a certain position to uphold in this platoon. Yes, sir. Now... I regard myself as a pretty shrewd judge of character. Yes, well, sir, you always tell me, sir. And I think over the years that we've been together, I've got to know your character pretty well. Mm-hmm. You're a very shy, sensitive man, Wilson. Therefore, I, I make a point of never doing anything to embarrass you. Or to show you up in front of the platoon. Well, thank you, sir. And that's why I didn't ask you to have your feet inspected with the rest of the platoon. Oh, well, that's very kind of you, sir. So... Before we go into the hall to inspect the men's feet, I'll inspect yours in here in private. <laughs> oh, really, sir, there, I mean, there's no need to inspect my feet. I mean, they're, they're perfectly all right. No doubt they are. But I must make sure. Take your boots off. Oh, come on, Wilson. It's only me. <laughs> Not that, sir. Look, we can't have one rule for some. And another rule for others. I see. Well, in that case, sir, who's going to inspect your feet? Yeah. 
Yes, well, I, uh, I see your point, uh, Wilson. L look, look, I tell you what. I'll show you mine if you'll show me yours. Come <laughs> on, Al. Come on, you lot. Get your boots off. Oh, my feet ain't half sore, Mr. Fraser. So are mine, son. You'll just have to put up with it. Oh, I hope my sister's got that nice hot mustard bath ready for me to soak my feet in when I get home. Come on, come on, get a move on. Don't make such a fuss. Well, just look at my feet, Mr. Jones. All swollen and nasty. My mum won't half be furious when she sees them. Well, right, come on. All right down on your backs, your feet, face the centre of the hall. Are the men ready for inspection, Jones? Yes, sir. All the feet are present and correct, sir. Good. Uh, Mr. Speaker. Yes? I'd like to volunteer to be the first one to have his feet inspected. Very well. Now, I'm going to test your reflexes by tapping the sole of your foot with my cane. Reb? Yes, sir. Go ahead, sir. I can take it, sir. Here we go, then. There. Ooh! Wow! Oh. I didn't hurt you, did I, Jim? No, sir. I'd like it, sir. I'd like it. <laughs> I got for him. There. Oh, it tickles, sir. I've got a lot of sensitive feet, I'm afraid. Pike, sir. Pike. Why have you still got your socks on? My mum says I mustn't take them off or I'll catch a cold. Oh, does it? <laughs> Better see me after the parade. Right, Fraser. There. Let me know when you're starting, sir. I've just done it. Fancy. <laughs> didn't feel nothing. My feet have always been very tough, you see, sir, ever since I was a wee bear on the Isle of Barra. I used to go barefoot. Uh, yes, yes, very well. <clears throat> well, by and large, men, your feet are not bad, but we've still got a lot of work to do. So from tomorrow, I intend to embark on an even more intensive foot-hardening course. What? Games of football, oh. marching on the seashore, all in bare feet. Oh, <laughs> Right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, left, right, left, left, right, left, 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 Jones, eh? Don't just stand there. Check the ball, man. All right, I'll come in. Right, right, right. <laughs> come on, Godfrey. Keep up with the play. That is like a good game of barefoot soccer, Wilson, for toughening the toes. Pardon me, sir. Or for breaking them. Why do you always have to look on the gloomy side of me? Frank. Oh, 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 Uncle Arthur. Hmm? Oh, what are you doing here? I, I thought you'd gone home long ago. Yes, well, never mind that now. Uh, <laughs> why did you scream like that? I had a terrible nightmare, Uncle Arthur. Oh. I dreamt that my feet were all huge and swollen and horrible. Well, there's nothing wrong with your feet, Frank. And do be quiet here or wake your mother. Yes. Uncle Arthur? Hmm? 
Why are you wearing pyjamas? <laughs> well, I, you see, I missed my last bus, so I'm, uh, I'm uh, spending the night with, uh, <coughs> on the sofa downstairs. Oh, I'll see. Do, do you think it's all that running and marching in bare feet that's given me a nightmare? Oh, well, it could be, Frank. Yes, it could be. Anyway, it's all of an hour, so just you go back to sleep. Uncle Arthur? Yes. How is it you heard me from all the way downstairs and mum did... <laughs> the bedroom's only next door. Yes, well, I am... Um, I'm a very light sleeper. You see? Uncle Arthur? Yes, Frank, what is it? I've got an idea. Oh, really? Yes, look, mm -hmm. if Mr. Manreen's feet hurt, he wouldn't be able to take us on that route march, would he? No. No, 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 I, I suppose he wouldn't. Well, why don't we buy another pair of boots exactly like Mr. Manreen's only a bit smaller, and swap them over. Oh, what a wonderful idea. That's awfully clever of you, Frank. Thank you. Now, go on. You go back to sleep. All right, then. Uncle Arthur. Yes? Good night. Good night, Frank. Uncle Arthur. Oh, what is it now? Can I have a glass of water, please? There it is, Frank. Mum always gets me one. Shall I call her? No, 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 no. no. It's all right. It's quite all right. I'll, I'll get it. Kitchen water, not bathroom water. It's a man. Well, then look at that notice. Another route march on Sunday. Twenty miles. Oh, this is ridiculous. We'll never make it, Mr. Fraser. It'll kill us. Oh, dear. I, I don't think I can take any more. Too much altogether. We'll have to put a stop to it. Can't you think of some way to get us out of it, Jock? Well, as a matter of fact... Now you mention it, I have got the germ of an idea. Oh, I hope it's not catching. <laughs> All we've got to do, Jonesy, is to make Captain Mannering's feet so uncomfortable that he can't march very far. How are we going to do that? Well, what we could do is to buy another pair of boots exactly like Mr. Mannering's, only a wee bit smaller, and swap them over. Mind you, they're not going to be too expensive. But he's bound to rumble it, Mr. Fraser. Ah, no, he won't, no. If we go to the same shop where he always buys his boots, we'll just make the new pair look a, a wee bit worn. And he'll never know the difference. That's all for clever. But nobody else would think of an idea like that. This is it, said Swick Shoe Shop. Now, just leave the talking to me. And don't forget, Godfrey, when I give you the signal, see if you'll faint and want a glass of water. Yes, all right. A glass of water. Right. Ready? Yeah, ready, Mr. Fraser. And we go, then. Oh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, Mr. Sedgwick. My friend, Mr. Jones, here, would like a pair of brown military boots. Uh, are you sure you don't want black boots? Brown boots are for officers only. Ah, Ah, oh, well, he, he's going to be an officer, aren't he, Jonesy? Yes, yes, I'm, I'm going to be an officer. Oh. Well, they do say it's never too late. <laughs> then what size? Well, I, I think I'm going to be a big officer. What size boots, man? Oh, seven. seven. Uh, uh, Captain Munnell always buys his boots here, doesn't he? Oh, that's right. He wants the same style as Captain Munnell has. Don't you, Jonesy? Yes, yes, I want the same style as Captain Manring, yes. Right. Let me have a look. Oh, by the way, how much are they? Uh, Thirty-five shillings a pair. Thirty-five shillings? 
That's seven shillings each. We were ruined. There you are. Oh, oh, ah, 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 ah. Mr. Gulfy's not well. Oh, 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 can I have a glass of water, please? Oh, oh yes, sir. I'll go through to the back and get you one. Won't be a minute. He's gone. Back, Jones. We're going to change these over for smaller size than Mr. Manling takes. One size smaller. Right, right. Well, what size does Mr. Manling take? He takes a... You know, I don't know. What size boots does Mr. Manning take, Godfrey? He takes 42 shorted suits and 15 collar and shirts for that. I don't know his shoe size. Let me think now. Aye. Now, as soon as Sedgwick comes back with a glass of water, drink it quickly, Godfrey, and ask for another. Oh, very well. Yeah. Well, there you are, sir. I'm sorry you're not feeling well. Oh, thank you. Uh, do you think I, I might have another glass? Oh, certainly. I, I'll get it for you. Hey, Johnson, you didn't ask me what size boots Mr. Manning takes. I didn't have time, man. Oh, good faith. As soon as he gives her a glass of water, drink it down and ask for another one. <laughs> I don't think I can manage anymore. You're just like a <laughs> While he's drinking the water, Jonesy, you ask what size boots Mr. Manning takes. Oh, there you are. This time I brought you a jug full. That ought to keep you going. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you so much. Wow. Oh, I think you can pour him some more. He's finished that glass. My word, you do drink a lot. Here, Mr. Sedgwick, let me help you to pour it. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. I've spilt it all over the floor. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's all right. Oh, by the way, Mr. Sedgwick, what size boots does Mr. Manring take? Ah, now, Mr. Manring's got a fairly small foot. He takes a seven. Oh, what a coincidence. That's the same size as me. I, I never realized that. I have to tell him when I see him. You want some more water, don't you, Mr. Godfrey? Yes, well, hold your glass steady, Mr. Godfrey, and I'll fill it up. I, I think I, I've had enough. Thank you. Josie, I think we're dicing with death filling Godfrey up with so much water. <laughs> Mr. Jones, I'm sure you would like a drink, would you not? Oh, yes, I, I want a drink, yes. Of course, after all those years in the Sudan, I'll never get enough water, you see. Oh, it's a terrible time in the Sudan, you know, a terrible time. Nearly died of thirst. I nearly died of thirst in the Sudan, you know. The drunk a whole lot of water. Oh. No, I didn't have any. All this drinking has made me thirsty. Could he go and get me some, Mr. Sedgwick? Oh, all right. I shan't be here. need good. Now, quick, Jones. Get over to the shelves. We want a size six. Yes, size six. Don't panic. Don't panic. Size six. Size six. Size six. Go on. I can't find any. I can't find any. I don't think there are any six. That's the must be someone. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I've got it. I've got it. Well done. The only player in the shop. Right. Now, put your pair of sevens in this sex box. That's it. Quack, Cedric's coming back. Hide them under the counter, and we'll take this pair of sexes. I've got you some... Oh, dear, what's happened? What, what's all this mess? Uh, we saw a mouse. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was mostly a mouse. Yes, yes. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll take this pair. Doesn't he want to try them on? Do I want to try them on? No, 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 no. He, he doesn't like to show his feet. He's sensitive about his toes. What's wrong with them? He had his toes tortured in the Sudan, didn't he? <laughs> the 
That's right, yes. They're whirling dervishes. They tortured my toes terribly there. Terrible toe torturers they were, yes. That's right. Right, Georgie. Pay the man. Oh, yes. There you are. There you are, Mr. Cedric. There's one pound. Mm. One pound ten. And there we are. There's five shillings. Oh, thank you. May I be excused? <laughs> no. Come on. It's funny. I've never seen mice in here before. Oh, well, I'd better put these boxes back straight. Uh, there we are. That's the shelves all neat and tidy again. Fancy grown men being frightened of a mouse. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, Mr. Cedric. I'd, uh, I'd like a pair of brown boots for, uh, for this young man here. Brown? Mm. Is he going to be an officer as well? What? what? Well, the only officers are allowed to wear brown boots, you know. Oh, are they? Uh, yes, well, yes, of course, I mean, yes, yes, yes. Yes, he's going to be an officer. Aren't you, Frank? What? Oh, yes, yes, I expect so. He's a bit young for an officer. Yes, well, he's awfully keen. <laughs> I bet you are a proud father. I don't quite follow you. Well, your son becoming an officer. Yeah, well, he, you see, he's, he's not. He's not my son. And that's funny. I could have sworn... Would you mind it? showing us the boots? Oh, yes, I, I'm so sorry. Thank you. Uh, what size does the young man take? Oh, nines, please. Nines. Now, let me see. I want the same sort that Mr. Manwin always has. Oh, doesn't everybody. Now, here we, here we are. Size nine. Oh, dear, dear, dear. I that's all, but I really must have done. Oh, oh, that's better. <clears throat> Will one glass be sufficient? <laughs> oh, one glass of water. You're feeling faint, aren't you? Well, that is awful. <coughs> all the clever of you. How did you guess? I'll get it. Won't be a minute. All right. All right. Quick, Frank. Yes, sir. Uh, change these for a six. Right. Thank you. I can't find a seat. Yes, we'll use the ladder and try the shelves higher up. I, I, I'll, I'll look down here. All right. Hang on. Seven, eight, no, twelve. I don't think there are any six here. Well, there must be. Get get, get higher up, then. Well, Mum will be furious with you making oh, me do this. Come on. You know, I can't stand right. I'll get terrible bird degrees. It's all right. It's all right, then. <laughs> Come down, Noah. I found a box of sixes. Oh, dear, dear. They were hidden under the counter. There we go. Ah. Oh, good heavens. What's happened? What were we, uh, what did we do? We, uh, we saw a mouse. I thought perhaps you might. That's why I brought the cat back with me. I was going to say, Mr. Fraser, good job Mr. Manry's wife makes him sleep with her in the air raid shelter every night. Makes it easier for you to change the boots over. <laughs> what do you mean easy? I nearly decapitated him and saw getting through that low door. <laughs> You know, I, I've never met Mrs. Mannering before. That's funny. You should mention that, neither have I. Well, what did she look like? Well, she was sleeping on the top bunk. It was very well, pitch dark. I, I could only see her, her outline. <laughs> She's a very big woman. <laughs> big, eh? Aye, ah, you know, sort of... Big. <laughs> I was very careless to talk about a lady like that. The funny thing is, just as I was leaving, I nearly bumped into Sergeant Wilson. Luckily, he didn't see me. I thought he always used Mrs. Pike's shelter. Oh. Hello, Uncle Arthur. Oh, Frank. 
Didn't manage to get the boots changed no, over. No, 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 no. Just keep your voice down. You don't want everyone to hear. Well, did you? Yes. Hey, I've never seen Mrs. Mannering. What's she like? Well, it was so dark, I hardly saw anything. Well, you must have seen something. Well, well she was rather sort of, uh, you know, sort of uh, big, I suppose. <laughs> oh. It was rather odd, because just as I, I got there, I could have sworn I saw Fraser leaving. Mr. Fraser? Yes. Oh, perhaps he'd been round there on business. He likes to work at night. <laughs> on business? Well, you know, measuring. Look, if Mrs. Mannering goes all of a sudden, he's going to need a lot of extra wood. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous, Frank. Morning, men. Morning, Pull the men in, Sergeant. All right, sir. I'm going off to get the map for the route mark. All right, sir. All right, pull it. Three ranks. Hey, Georgie. <laughs> I give my mother just half a mile before those boots start the heart and has to pack up. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I think he managed drunker than that. I, I, I'll give him a mile. Oh, he's not going to make a mile. Well, I say he will. Uh-huh. Would you care to take a wee wager? All right, then. Threepence. Blimey, that's a wee wager. <laughs> right, Sergeant. Bring the men to attention. All right, sir. Turn. Turn. Now, are we all ready? We've 20 miles to cover today. Uh, 20 miles, did you say, sir? That's right, Godfrey. All in one stretch. That is the general idea. Uh, I hope you will allow for a few uh, stopping-off places. <laughs> Mr. Speaker. Yes. What Mr. Godfrey's referring to, sir, is watering holes, sir. We used to have a lot of those in the Sudan, sir. <laughs> Couldn't do without them, sir. We used to march from one watering hole to the next. Yes, yes, thank you very much, sir. We'll have to see if and when the need arises. It certainly will do that, sir. <laughs> now, then. I know 20 miles is a long march, but if I can do it, so can you. <laughs> your, your feet are up to it, sir. Hmm? Oh, yes. Yes. Never felt better. <laughs> Very thoughtful of you, Wilson. Ah, Mr. Speaker, sir, as long as you can keep going, we shall be right behind you, won't we, Mr. Fraser? Ah, no, well, excellent. Our platoon will move to the right in threes. Right, turn. Turn. Quick, arch, step, 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 right, step, step, step. I don't think we'll be marching far today, Mr. Fraser. <laughs> Don't you, son? Well, I, I shouldn't be telling you this, though. Uncle Arthur swapped Mr. Mannering's boots for a size six. What? So did I. But you couldn't. We got the only pair in the shop. We had to look ever so hard. They were hidden under the counter. Oh, no. No one knew what Wilson was doing at Mannering's shelter. He was going to change the pair of sixes I just put there for a pair of sevens. I think we're in for a long march after all. Oh. That's the spirit, man. Only 20 miles to go. Left. 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 Right. In that episode of Dad's Army, based on the original television series by Jimmy Perry and David Croft, you heard... Arthur Lowe as Captain Mannering, John LeMessurer as Sergeant Wilson, Clive Dunn, Corporal Jones, John Lorry, Private Fraser, Arnold Ridley, Private Godfrey, Ian Lavender, Private Pike, and Eric Chitty as Mr. Sedgwick. Boots, Boots, Boots was adapted for radio by Michael Knowles and Harold Snow and produced by John Dyer.